For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Lighten Radio with your host, Jay-Z Bound. Are you ready to see what you have in store for yourself? In this program, we'll help you make the incredible transformation into the person who gets to live their fullest potential, plus share life skills, tips, and experiences that Jay-Z has learned as an intuitive. Now, let's get started. Here is Jay-Z Bound. I have received a number of signs from spirit, meaning creator, or the all that is, saying I must pay attention to the children. Hence the reason I'm hosting the topic of children on Light and Radio today. I asked the creator, why is it important to help the children? And the reply was, because they are already knowing, they will lead the way, they are insightful wisdom keepers. Evolution of the human species, pardon me, does not happen over lifetimes, um, as scientists in the past have led us to believe. It, It happens quickly, and often in one lifetime. For example, from about 1975, children started being born without wisdom teeth. And I believe this is because the group consciousness believes that wisdom teeth are not needed now that we have dental care. Society, the parents, particularly the mother, holds influence in their belief and belief and feelings is an energetic vibration. Every single stem cell in the body develops into a particular type of cell in the body depending upon the energetic environment rather than holding a predetermined program. And this has even been scientifically proven now. So the energetic vibration is this energetic environment. This is why it's imperative for the environment to be supportive in the womb just as much as it is after birth. Humanity is evolving out of primitive consciousness into a more enlightened state of consciousness. And we will see a big change in the consciousness of humanity in the next 20 years. And the children will be playing a pivotal role in this transformation. The group consciousness at this time believes there are two strands or helixes of DNA. Two are physical, hence why scientists suggest we only have two strands and the rest are in the other dimensions. And that, or, or they're called junk DNA. We are uh, multi-dimensional beings existing beyond the third dimension. A part of the conscious evolution of the species involves changing the mindset from seeing ourselves as physical beings and observing the world physically to observing and interacting with the multiverse multidimensionally. We have 12 strands of DNA. Everybody has the potential for the 12 strands or helixes to be activated and fully functioning in this lifetime. I offer DNA activations in one-on-one sessions, which can be done in person or by distance. And there are other therapists out there who are doing similar work. It is likely that more than two strands will become apparent on the physical third dimension due to the activation. And in fact, some scientists have even discovered more strands. 
in, in most people at this time, though, 10 strands are still disconnected, which was due to tampering from an extraterrestrial species who is oppressing and wants to control the human species. Some people do have more than two strands activated and more and more children are actually being born with more than these two strands being activated. So why is this happening? Well, we are being flooded with a higher vibrational um, set of frequencies from the universe. The planet is raising its frequency and we're going along for the ride. Um, we are a part of the planet. We're... Um, in an environment that is in support, it, that is supportive for this new growth, nature is supporting us and activating this adaptation. Our DNA can also be activated through words and sounds. In my clinic, I use a tuning fork on most of my clients, which is the 528 hertz frequency. This frequency is the frequency of unconditional love. And unconditional love is the prime vibration of the all that is. It is limitless in its possibilities. And unconditional love is the key ingredient to instantaneous healing. According to Dr. Horowitz, it is a frequency that is central to the musical mathematical matrix of creation. 528 hertz can be used for transformation and miracles and repairs DNA. And you can find some nice tunes on um, YouTube made with the uh, 528 hertz frequency to assist in your own activation. And for those who need a scientist's opinion before you believe something to be true, there has been research done in Russia where they have scientifically proven spoken word and sounds influence DNA. With all of our DNA activated, we have no problem to instantly manifest, teleport, use all of our intuitive senses, be telekinetic, telepathic, bend time, we can fly, we can alter the weather, we can heal, we can recreate harmony in nature. And some people can actually already do these things without all of their DNA even being activated. There are fourth plane beings here on earth and there are fifth plane beings. Fourth plane souls are being, excuse me, fifth plane souls are beings who have reached a higher vibratory level. Some have reached the Christed or Buddha consciousness and are called ascended masters. These beings have done inner work which has ascended their soul. This usually takes lifetimes. The majority of humans here on earth, though, are actually fourth plane beings. At this time period on earth, we have a very large number of fifth plane beings. We have thousands of ascended masters here and they are here to assist in the ascension of the planet. Um, having already ascended many times before, they have a much easier time ascending because they, they, they already innately know and, and are familiar with this and innately know that there is more and life can be better and there, there is a better way of being. And as they do their thing, they don't even need to be leaders. They just lead through example by doing it themselves. And also when a person vibrates at a high vibration as a side effect, they influence everything and everyone around them, which raises the frequency as well. Um, we also have a large number of beings who do not typically incarnate on earth. They incarnate in higher vibratory places. These beings have the challenge of 
having to exist and do things here for the very first time that are very, very different than what they're familiar with. And these beings are bringing with them the knowledge of a new way, a different way, different possibilities, different ways of thinking about things. And um, so my, my general message is you cannot assume you know a person's limitations or that they are unwise based upon how few earth years they have had on, in this particular incarnation. The uh, current school system lumps everyone together using an, an outdated system that resists change and values conformity, which works out fine for a fourth plane child who is only incarnated on this planet. But if a child is vibrating at a higher frequency, they will not be fitting into that old, old paradigm. They will refuse this imposed conformist adjustment and will not give up their idiosyncrasies because this is why they're here. They're different, that's why they're here, to help, because they are different. They will likely find school difficult and may be diagnosed as having ADD or ADHD. And sadly, even given medication, these children have been called indigo children, bronze children, gold children, crystal children, and rainbow children because of the color of their auras and energy patterns. According to Doreen Virtue, indigos are highly sensitive and psychic and have important life purposes. And they started appearing in the 1970s and they have a warrior spirit because their collective purpose is to mash down old systems that no longer serve us. They are here to quash government, educational and legal systems that lack integrity. And to accomplish this end, they need tempers, they need strength and determination. And they know when they're being lied to, patronized or manipulated. And many adults are threatened by their warrior strength and wisdom. Many indigos get beaten down by the lack of support and resistance from society, so end up losing their sensitivity and spiritual gifts and even warrior energy. The indigos are the trailblazers, according to Doreen Virtue, and the crystal children are the second wave who are uh, forgiving, even-tempered, and happy, and are loving and kind, and they are open beings. Crystal children typically have telepathic abilities that lead them to talk later in life. In the future, we will not be relying on the spoken or written word so much because we will all be much more aware of our intuitive thought and feelings. So communication will be faster, more direct and more honest because it will be mind to mind. I do remember being telepathic as a child myself and a picture speaks a thousand words Well, being telepathic was like a movie playing out at times as well as experiencing the emotion and feelings. And it is a much, much more superior form of communication. And I found it very confusing why it was so important for people to want me to speak. Delayed speech patterns and silent children are symptoms of telepathy. Uh, so send images and intentions to your child. Um, all children, and, and see what you get back from them. Sign language and sounds are also a form of communication crystal children use. These are not abnormal behaviors. However, a large number of autism diagnoses have been made with these children. They do not have a disability. They have an ability. Um, I remember my grandmother was particularly upset with my choice to not talk, and she thought I was retarded. This not only hurt my feelings, 
It installed limiting programs such as shame and the loss of my telepathic senses. It is your responsibility to encourage telepathy in your children by communicating with them and encouraging telepathic communication amongst their friends so that they don't lose the use of their senses but instead develop them. In Doreen Virtue's book, The Care and Feeding of Indigo Children, she wrote that ADHD should stand for attention dialed into a higher dimension. This would more accurately describe that generation. In the same vein, crystal children don't warrant the label of autism. They aren't autistic. They are autistic. So I really like that. Well done, Doreen. Rainbow children are children who perhaps have been other colors but are now not stereotyped into a particular color. Everyone has the ability to be a rainbow child or rainbow adult. These people can change their energy dramatically and can influence the environment as well. As time and... um, They are very sensitive and intuitive and you feel good when you're around them. They radiate um, love and peace and they bring into this lifetime... Um, the memories that they have of other lifetimes and places, as well as bringing in skills. Uh, as children, we're more allowed, if, uh, if, if we were more allowed and encouraged to sense, um, they, they will be the ones who will teach the adults how to be more intuitive. And the adults will be looking to the children who can feel more to guide them um, to, to, to what to look out for with regards to what they are sensing. Um, They'll also be teaching the adults different perspectives, or or they already are teaching us. Um, We will be seeing more creativity and inventions coming from the youth because they are channeling and more in tune with their wisdom. Uh, Like Creator said, they are already knowing they will lead the way and they are insightful wisdom keepers. All children use more of their senses and some people term them as extrasensory abilities, but I, I disagree with that terminology because I don't think there's anything extra about it. it. It's completely normal and healthy. What needs to change is the mindset that not being sensitive and not paying attention to what you're sensing is what is abnormal and, and it in fact could be looked at as a disability. A, a child learns from its environment And it is best for the child to never stop using their senses and psychic forms of communication in the first place so they don't have to relearn how to function um, and be in harmony and balance with nature again um, or the all that is as an adult. Eventually enough children will be able to do this and they will lead the way in the evolutionary shift in consciousness. It will be like a major movement It has already started, and within the next 20 years, we will have reached the critical mass. The challenge is in maintaining a feeling of safety for them to be and express their authentic self, Uh, being shown that it is okay that their unique selves can be expressed exactly as they are expressing Because a child learns from their environment and in a desperate need and desire to fit in, it's it's part of our nature to to want to belong. And so we mimic the people around us and, and what's going on on TV and what how people what they're doing, how they're behaving and thinking. 
And typically what's happened in the past is, you know, after a few years of mainstream schooling and living in families who are asleep, the child just stops using their senses and feelings and becomes fully absorbed in the materialistic world, so much so that they adopt the disease of separatism, dis-ease of separatism, and lose their connection to the all that is. In an ideal world, your parents are enlightened and conceived you through tantric sex, and you were raised in a peaceful environment with unconditional love and support from your family. Society was awake, aware, and enlightened. Your mother had a womb orgasm when she gave birth to you. People never argued or got upset, but were wise and supportive for each other. All the resources you needed were available to you, and you were taught from infancy how to connect to and work with the all that is in the highest and best way. And if there is any disorder, such as a soul trauma that is being resolved in this lifetime, you were given help from the appropriate people or professionals in childhood or at the most appropriate time. If this is not how your childhood looked, <laughs> which I can't, I don't think anyone can say that, um, you will benefit from resolving uh, the issues and the programs and the limitations that you picked up in your childhood years. And this is called healing the inner child. Everyone has inner child issues and has an inner child who needs healing because we are not equipped to resolve uh, issues, certain issues when we are children. Um, and the adults that were around us were also not equipped to firstly understand what was going on or how to uh, help us work through this. Um, and so the issues get stuck and become limitations and blocks. Some people believe they don't have any inner child issues to resolve because they had two supportive loving parents and no trauma. But I've yet to come across anyone who has managed to resolve every upset they experienced or the limitations they were exposed to on their own uh, or without doing any inner work on themselves. Some people's inner child work can be long and drawn out and others can be um, over and done with very quickly. Mine has been a long and drawn out process, largely because my higher self wants to understand the condition in myself so that I am better equipped to understand it and treat others. Um, so for, for me, I, I always think the inner child piece is done with. It's, it's over and done with. Great. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> and then it comes up again. Still pieces unresolved. For example, doing this radio show series when I'm on air, I've found that my throat needs to be cleared and this isn't something that I've I've had to I've experienced before um, so looking in to find out what's happening here it turns out it's it's my inner child getting triggered they meaning my inner child is afraid of expressing themselves because they learned that it was not safe for them to be themselves uh, when they were a child, they received messages that, that they were not accepted or loved for being their authentic self. And one of the reasons for this actually stemmed from my first school, where I displayed uh, characteristics of, of the indigo child. I had a big energy and presence about me that adults found very intimidating. And combined with a confidence and an empathic ability to see through the adults, 
um, this scared and angered um, them even more. You know, you know, ad- adults like, well, I've I've got to be the one in charge, and um, you know, I'm the one that has a clearer picture of what's going on and a bigger energy. And um, as, as in an attempt for them to regain their feeling of power. Um, they were mean to me and they picked on me and tried to break and control me into a conformist submission. But it just made me stronger and gave me um, more inner work um, issues that I had to resolve as an adult. So so you guys will be able to tell if I managed to clear this throat issue before the uh, this radio series is done. Uh, you'll know whether I've uh, mastered it or not. I read a Louise Hay book once that um, when when she had healed her inner child stuff, she noticed a huge and profound change in her healing journey. And once that stuff um, was was dealt with, once she'd healed it, she noticed major, major changes in her life. Most of the time, the child, the inner child, it just needs a lot of love from you, the adult. And, and it needs reassurance um, and sometimes uh, a reconnection, a bridging, um, an integration, as it were. When adults have healed <clears throat> pardon me, enough of their traumas and limiting beliefs, they will start giggling as frequently as children again. Um, it, it is normal for people to giggle at all age, um, but what happens in, in a child is you you reach enough trauma and uh, limitations and you just stop your your heart starts to close over we are going to take a short break uh, you're listening to Leiden Radio with Jay-Z Bound and when we come back um, I'm going to talk a little bit more on um, yeah just just some some traumas and on the the inner child and the ascension of uh, the planet and children the voice america seventh wave channel Be extraordinary. Be the change. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay-Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay-Z Bound. Intuitive acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay-Z Bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jzbound.com and register for a class today. Again, that's jzbown.com. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. 
Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jz at jzbound.com. That's jzbown.com. Now back to Lighten Radio. Things can be deeply traumatizing for children um, that you might not have given thought to. And um, this is because things are happening in the subconscious and... or. may have even happened um, subconsciously and never actually ever make it into your consciousness. Um, So, for example, a child can sense how many children have been in a mother's womb before them and they are confused or feel incomplete if the child is not there when they are born. And this is especially true for twins when one dies. Often a parent doesn't even know they were twins to begin with. A, uh, another trauma is if the child was removed from the mother at birth instead of being placed immediately on her heart, skin to skin. This will happen if the child or mother is unwell or if the child was adopted. Primates die when they are rem- removed from their mothers because it is so traumatizing. There are so many different traumas that people just don't even consider and that we're walking around with. I heard a comment from someone once that children, especially from simple societies, meaning, um, I guess, less, I don't know what they meant by simple societies, I'm assuming less uh, less developed, less structured, um, uh, they don't have anything to heal. <clears throat> they come in burden free. But this is not how I see it at all. As a medical intuitive in practice, I see children have many limiting beliefs, limiting feelings, and other programs, and not just from this incarnation. When a soul sends a spark of itself to earth into embodiment, it sends an expression of its soul. Each particular spark, also called spirit, is a small aspect of the soul, and each spirit embodies the different particular organic physical being. Every minute detail, such as the astrological energy at the second of birth, um, helps determine its personality and the course of its life. Everything, the genes to be expressed, those to be dormant, the gender and the physical gender, the country, the parents, it's all planned and agreed upon. It is all in perfect alignment and perfect for the soul to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish in this particular lifetime. There is no bad luck or good luck in the mix. There are no mistakes and no accidents. And we will write certain things into the script. Life provides us with experience and opportunities for healing and spiritual growth. When a person experiences a severe trauma in a lifetime, it can traumatize the soul. Uh, 
if a soul wishes to learn certain things or to grow and heal, there will be more challenges. And challenges can begin in embodiment as early as conception. Uh, for example, I have had so many lifetimes of betrayal that it closed off my heart. Uh, my, my soul is so wounded, it's like, no, I can't do the, the physical life with a, with a fully open heart. Uh, now, in spirit form, I do remember the bigger picture that the third dimension, it's an illusion, and all of this is really just a game uh, and it, because it's a learning experience and nothing's real and my heart is free. So when we come into the physical form, we are given the opportunity to buy into this limiting perspective, which gives us the opportunity to recreate the same limitations, which we did not resolve or overcome in past incarnations. Therefore, whilst we are in the physical form, we have the chance, we have the ability or the resources to heal what we cannot heal when we are out of a physical form. Therefore, when coming into this incarnation, my soul decided it wanted to resolve and overcome this particular piece with opening the heart. Uh, not everyone is wanting soul growth in this incarnation, but those who do will usually write in to, to the script uh, particular challenges, and these challenges will often manifest first in childhood so that it is made obvious to the person and you have a lifetime to resolve the piece. Um, you know, like people, the, the soul also constantly is developing and growing. Uh, so just because um, the child does not appear to be conscious of traumas, it does not mean uh, they don't have them. It's not uncommon for people's earliest memory to be in the womb. And if the person isn't conscious of memories, the subconscious still is. Therefore, it's, it's still influencing the person. The opportunity to work on opening my heart was given to me when my father rejected me whilst I was in the womb. I never got to meet him in the physical form. I was reunited with him thanks to Theta Healing when he died about five years ago. And now we have a lovely relationship and he has been able to share his broader perspective that he now has, that he, that he is in spirit. He told me that he was not capable of loving me through his own heart blockages, he simply did not know how to love. During a past life session with a hypnotherapist about 10 years ago, I got to remember and re-experience that event in the womb and how I felt and what I thought in the womb as he told my mother. And that was when my heart closed off in this lifetime. On the, on the face of it, it looks like my father was mean and traumatized me, but from a bigger picture, I had a problem that I wanted to overcome in this lifetime, and he agreed to help me out in my soul growth because he loves me. He also said that I needed a closed heart to survive a challenging childhood, and without it being closed, I would have made different choices which would have not worked out so favorable for me. So really who did what to who? He helped me out and I put him in the position of playing this bad guy. He, he regretted his actions later in life and unfortunately had experienced a lot of pain, guilt, worry and grief because of it. However, it was also, it must have been in alignment with his higher learning too, else he wouldn't have agreed to it. We all make agreements with the people who are in our lives and those who challenge us. 
um, are helping us just as much as those who are helping us in what we consider um, and appear on the face of it to be loving and supportive ways. So I, I actually have been uh, sent a, it was, it was a movie, but this is the uh, audio version. I'm going to play a recording um, that a client sent to me last year after she had attended one of my group sessions. At the moment, I'm offering three out of the 20 plus themes I offer in private sessions as group sessions. One of the sessions is called Higher Self-Activation and Pineal Awakening, and it helps um, people connect to their higher self-consciousness. Uh, the second one is a, um, helps a person to channel and connect multidimensionally, and it's called Stargate. And the third is the one my client Pam had partaken in called Chakra Balancing and the Seventh Plane, which helps a person to connect to the highest and the purest frequency of the all that is. Participants commonly report spiritual experiences during the sessions, and spiritual experiences can have a profound effect on the person's uh, consciousness, which can inspire them to expand further. Um, it, it's, it's a good uh, encouragement. Group sessions can significantly alter a person's well-being on all levels. They are intended to empower, enlighten, and transform the individual's reality for the positive and new states of awareness or experience can change our reality. When energy vibrates at a higher or lighter frequency and it flows through the energy pathways and energy fields unhindered, dark patches in the electromagnetic field are replaced with light. There may be a conscious feeling of connection and support rather than feelings of loneliness or separateness or feelings of being mentally and emotionally calm, clear and expansive. As, um, uh, as well as feeling physically more vibrant and uh, being physically more vibrant is actually a healthy normal state for a human being. As a health and ascension facilitator, I provide the environment and tools to assist people in reaching higher frequencies. And my hope is that with intention and practice, the individual will empower themselves to reach the states obtained in the sessions on their own and ideally hold higher frequencies as their normal state and find ways such as meditating um, and, and other spiritual practices that you do to, to keep these energies. Once um, an energy vibration or frequency is experienced once, it is much easier to recreate and match it at will. So uh, Pam was inspired after her session to guide her son on the guided meditation we'd done in the session, which takes the person to the seventh plane, which is uh, the highest and purest frequency of the all that is. And it is the most powerful place to manifest from. And he here is what they have to say. Hi, this is my mom, Pam. She meditates regularly. And this is my little baby boo, Aaron. He's nine years old and recently had a brilliant meditation session. I asked him if he would like to have some quiet time and go into a quiet space where he would feel really good, and he agreed. How did that experience go? It's, if it's awesome. It's the most peaceful place you can be. Um, I feel like my meditation session helped me de-stress, and believe me, even kids get stressed. Yes, nine-year-olds do get stressed. 
And how did you feel during your meditation session? I felt like I was at peace. I, I, was, I was somewhere I didn't know where, but I knew it was peaceful. It was, I felt so loved. I, I remember you saying, Mama, I've never felt such unconditional love ever. Wherever we were, whatever that place was, it really helped Aaron a lot. Um, not just in terms of de-stressing, but it is actually proven that meditation can help children focus better, improve their memory. Um, it also helps them decrease their anxieties and aggressiveness. It makes a really big impact on their um, energy field in general. And they feel different, they behave different. What we agree on, we both agree on this, right? Right. Do you think so? I Are you so. still in agreement? Yes. Okay, so he still agrees, and I agree, that parents should be teaching their children how to meditate. We urge you to connect with Jay-Z today, not only to have a Theta Healing Session, which is by far amazing, 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 brings results, removes a lot of blocks that you yourself have never even thought you would have. Aaron's going to be going for a Theta Healing Session soon. Are you excited about that? I am very excited indeed. We carry a lot generationally and um, from previous lives or um, blockages that we don't even know about. And it's not just adults who do that, who carry that sort of stuff, those burdens. Kids carry burdens too. We do. And we believe that you need to connect with Jay-Z and we feel that you will have a great session with her. And, you know, parents need to be teaching their children how to meditate a lot more. It, trust me, <laughs> you have to experience it to really know what the impact of it is and how your child will feel afterwards. So try it out and see where it takes you. Thank you for listening and have, have a great, great day. day. Thank you so much, Pam and Aaron. Um, it may, may their words be a source of inspiration for you. Pam sent me the movie because she had received a very clear message from Spirit on how important it is for children to be, met, to be meditating and spending time and attention on their spiritual, mental, emotional, as well as physical health and made the recording to inspire parents, society, and me to be guiding and encouraging not just spiritual development as a healthcare practice, but working on resolving the limitations we have at an early age so that these blockages, struggle, difficulty, problems, confusion, and so forth can be avoided as soon as possible. And so that children have a much easier time to realize, express, and live their limitlessness and their highest and fullest potential in this lifetime. Um, so if you don't know how to meditate, learn Learn how to meditate yourself so that you can teach your children. And the earlier, the better. And children make good meditators. So the guide to how long a child or person should be meditating is one minute for every year they, they have been alive. So if the child is five years old, they should be meditating for five minutes. And if the person is 60, then um, for 60 minutes. It, it is never too early or too late to heal and ascend. Any time is a good time, and now is the best time. What people think and say around children is very influential. People who think breastfeeding is disgusting is a good example. When, people, when a person thinks that, even if they don't say it, they are casting psychic attack to the mother and the child. For those who are sensitive, psychic attack often feels like prickles. 
when we have a negative thought about someone, we send psychic attack, which is not supportive for the receiver or the sender, incidentally. It is um, the creation of darkness, and it can lead to more serious problems for people and in people. So the child who's getting cast this negative thought is likely empathic because we naturally use more of our senses before we learn how not to use them from those around us. So they not only are feeling the negativity, they are receiving the vibration that they are disgusting and or the expression of themselves is disgusting. And this can get stuck as limiting programming in the individual until and if they are able to identify and transcend it. Parents, particularly the mother, whilst the child is in the womb, is influencing the development of the child by positive feelings as well as negative such as stress, frustration, sadness or unhappiness. Um, so when I, when I come back, I'm going to talk about, um, some genetic defects and soul traumas, but we're just going to take a quick break now. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay-Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay-Z Bound. Intuitive acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay-Z Bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jzbound.com and register for a class today. Again, that's jzbown.com. We are all searching for a deeper meaning in life. The possibility exists to create our life from the perspective of our true divine nature, where the experience of joy, love, abundance, freedom, and peace is our birthright. On the Inner Frontier, host Darlene Green presents a new topic every week with a high-frequency conversation to support a gentle revealing of the divine that is unique to you. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel for The Inner Frontier. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jz at jzbound.com. That's jzbown.com. Now back to Lighten Radio. Even if there are no soul traumas to work on, there are what I call genetic defects, which we inherit. Information from our ancestors is passed down, and sometimes the negative experiences they have had create negative traits within us. 
people who are raised by people who are not genetic related to them still are influenced by the ancestry, not just of their own genetics, but of the people who are around them. It is not as strong, but it is still some stuff um, and information is inherited. So these people have a little more to work on uh, resolving if you have had more than just two parents or, or two parental figures in your life. Um, I'll use myself as an example to explain genetic defects. I have ancestors who had right leg in injuries. Um, numerous, uh, it goes, I have five parents and, and they all have um, injuries, but particularly on my genetic side, they have right leg injuries. And um, I have five lines for um, arthritis listening to my ancestors share their experiences and emotions, especially the amputees, was like listening to my own experience of having my own right leg injury. You know, what they were feeling, it was like, how, wow, how can you have exactly the same experience (laughs) living in this completely different time with, uh, you know, different circumstances? Uh, Of all the injuries I could have sustained from my motorcycle accident, my genetic Um, energetic frequency was in alignment for right leg injuries hence why I had right leg injuries through my own healing my ancestors also received healing for their trauma pain and resulting emotional drama as well they hadn't resolved it and so it had come down through the genetic line and I just inherited it Um, uh, you know I inherited those emotions and everything So now myself, my family, and all my genetic descendants no longer carry the vibration of right leg injury or trauma. Once you resolve the genetic defect, you heal your whole ancestral line. And your genetic descendants, you don't have to have a direct descendant, you know, such as a child. If you have, um, everybody has relations and we're carrying the same DNA and, it, you know, these other relations are having children and these people are your descendants. If you have unresolved issues, you leave those to your descendants and if you heal them, the children do not inherit them. If you have a family history of illness and you haven't resolved or had someone work on resolving them, then you are leaving those genetic defects for your children to resolve If you have um, a history of certain illnesses, it can be treated. It's it's very highly likely that it is a genetic defect that needs to be um, tweaked. Group consciousness is an energetic vibration, which is um, created from the general consensus amongst the group. The belief that wisdom teeth are not needed, for example, The group conscious limiting beliefs can become genetic defects as well when many ancestors have shared the same conscious beliefs. And I see this most commonly with um, religious um, beliefs. So a child may have limiting beliefs, feelings and programs from soul trauma, past lives, genetic defects and the group consciousness, not just this lifetime. And if they are not amongst enlightened people who have resolved their issues, they are learning the limitations from others. Uh, For example, a parent who feels they are not successful can inadvertently teach the child that they are not successful or going to be successful. 
So um, w- one of four things can happen in to this child who has a parent that's, let's say, doesn't feel that they're successful. The child may also accept and adopt this limiting program for themselves, or they might become an overachiever, never feeling good enough or satisfied and will constantly be trying to prove the program wrong. Or the child may have an influential person who also gives them the program that they are also successful, in which case they will have a dual belief or feeling. And the last possibility is that the child will reject the program completely. Um, So to help ensure that we are promoting and encouraging um, spiritual growth in in our children, um, which will end up helping to ensure this spiritually evolved society, uh, I have some ideas. One, learn and heal to ascend your own frequency. Use your senses and feelings so that you aren't forcing the old paradigm onto the young. And meditate and then teach your child through your example. Two, teach children that emotions are okay. All emotions are good. All emotions are good emotions because they help you figure things out. They must all be embraced. By teaching children that it is not okay to be angry, for example, we are teaching them to repress the emotions. When a child or person is upset, a common reaction I see people do is console the person. They want to pull the person out of, out of them feeling bad. You know, that they think crying is bad. If they pull the person out of their process and make them smile again, they're creating a solution and making them feel better. But actually, it's just inhibiting the expression of that feeling, which harms the person. Uh, if they don't get it out, they, it's stuck there. And it's very hard to um, recreate that exact experience where you can completely release that emotion. Crying is a good sound. It makes me happy to hear someone cry. And this is because it is the sound of healing. It is only detrimental if they are wallowing. So allow the person to feel their emotions all the way through. When we feel it, it is expressed and released. Otherwise, they harbor it inside. And if they miss the opportunity to feel it properly, they become unresolved feelings that get stuck and block the heart center. And if the person doesn't do their inner work, they will carry it for the rest of their lives. I had an experience once of a a very deeply crying for about a four-hour period. I did not even know why I was crying, only that it had to come out. And it was just a sense that it was repressed emotion coming from my childhood years. And it was such a deep relief that it was actually ecstatic. It felt amazing. So allow the person to feel what they're feeling, even if it seems inappropriate. You cannot assume you know what the other person is experiencing or what is appropriate for them to be feeling. Three, speak positively. Um, What is told to the child affects them. So it's very important to only say reassuring positive things. And, you know, positive things can be like, I love being your parent. Your opinion matters. Um, You are important. I believe you. I believe in you. I'm so glad you're here. I love seeing the world the way you do. I know you did your best. You are good enough. And just constant, positive, um, beautiful words. 
Four, listen to them. Really listen and pay attention and you'll begin to notice slight intuitive abilities. It is your job to find and nurture these abilities so that um, they can do the work that they've come here to do. And do not laugh or discard what they tell you, no matter how realistic or off it may sound. Learn to perceive without judgment or rationalizing what they are sensing and saying and let them help you develop your senses and open your mind. Um, you know, they may be older and wiser than you and they may be a leader in this evolutionary shift. Five, enroll your child in a psychic development class. There are classes going around and um, I'm sure more and more will be um, um, popping up. And there is a class run by some Theta Healer teachers called Rainbow Children, which teaches children of all ages how to use and develop their psychic senses. Theta Healing is, a, is worldwide, and you can go to thetahealing.com, that's T-H-E-T-A healing.com, and look for a class in your area or an area near you. And six, eat organic foods. Um, you cannot afford to eat non-organic food. It will save you money, your health, and your happiness. It will also ensure your genetic line continues to survive. We have been um, and are exposed to a lot of chemicals and toxins that humanity hasn't been exposed to before. So by eating toxins as well, you are sending you and your family to an early grave or um, creating disorder and disease. Genetically modified foods cause cancer and sterility. Um, in rats, it is the third generation that is sterile. So, you know, what happens? What's going to happen? Right? Have, have a thought of that. China and North and South America are unregulated, and so will be the parts of the world who will experience the largest decline in population. And, um, you know, no matter what, what age you are, I encourage you to start feeling or sensing more and you will sense and feel things that you may have never sensed or felt before. Ask yourself, what is this? What am I sensing? What am I feeling? I encourage you to take more time meditating and also time meditating on what you are feeling in the moment. I recommend going into nature because there is less chance of picking up on the weird human, human junk, human issues, human stuff that you may empathically confuse as your own. Nature is more balanced, so find a comfortable seat in nature and observe, sense and feel the subtle feelings. Or go to a quiet, peaceful place at home and make it a regular practice to spend time focusing on your heart area and paying attention to how you feel in this area. And spend time throughout the day with your focus on this area. This is the source of you. It is the pureness and the essence of you. And if you feel pain in this area when you do this exercise, it's a message you have limiting feelings and programs to resolve. So look at the accompanying emotions and work through your issues and get help if you're unable to resolve them on your own. It may take a number of times uh, doing this exercise, but trust at some point you will enter a, into a place of love and peace and a love that is unconditional. Being uh, centered and focused on the feeling of love and feeling the expansiveness of this area, you come into a closer energetic alignment with your truth and your higher frequency beyond the limiting and lower frequencies you have grown accustomed to since coming to earth. Spend as much time as you can holding this higher frequency of peace and love 
And when your mind starts to wander, just release the thought and come back to your meditation. Um, If you find it difficult to meditate because your mind wanders um, and is very busy, don't be judgmental or annoyed with yourself. Simply continue and connect, even if it's brief. Because if you find... um, you will find those brief moments become longer and longer. Most people do get frustrated with meditating because of the wandering mind. And what I've personally found help is to start with meditations where you are doing something such as connecting to the center of the earth or balancing your chakras or something like this. And, and then having a moment of brief still mind and, and um, then releasing yourself go, to go about your day or to go back to your, um, what, what you were thinking of. Uh, it's been a joy to share my uh, thoughts on children today with you on Light and Radio. Thank you for joining me. You are never too young or too old to heal and ascend. Any time is a good time. And right now, that's the best time. If you'd like more information on the group sessions I offer and briefly mentioned in this episode, please visit jzbound.com. Group sessions are offered in person or by distance. And uh, the best way to be kept informed of upcoming sessions is to sign up for my newsletter. Remember, it is you who decides how bright to shine your light by taking responsibility for your intentions and your actions. See you next week on Light and Radio. Thank you for tuning in to Light and Radio. Please join your host, Jay-Z Bound, for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Become your best you this week.